Welcome to The Driven Entrepreneur, where we sit down with visionaries, trailblazers, and entrepreneurs, and discover why and how they do what they do. We'll get the backstory, plus plenty of life and business lessons along the way. Here's your host, Matt Browning. Hey, this episode is brought to you by my very own NLP Practitioner Course. I've been teaching neuro-linguistic programming, or NLP, for nearly 15 years. It is the most powerful tool for communication on the planet, and it can be yours today. For a very limited time, I'm giving away my entire NLP course workbook for free. Go to nlpwithmatt.com. All the patterns, all the tools, and the techniques of NLP In the complete course workbook, the same one that we use to teach our live certification classes, yours free. NLPwithMatt.com. Get it today. Let's get back to the show. Welcome to the Driven Entrepreneur year-end series. We are jumping in and getting started with something. I've been asked a lot about this topic, and I'm really excited to get into it. Real happiness. I know it's such a, a simple concept, right? But over the years, doing coaching and training and speaking, one of the questions I get asked the most in different ways is some version of basically, hey, how do you be happy? What makes happiness? What's, you know, it's almost a bigger question of what's life really about? What's the purpose of life? And goodness sakes, man, I don't know what the purpose of life is, but I have seen a lot of different people from a lot of different patterns over the years act certain ways, and some of them act really happy and are happy, and some people clearly are not, and there's patterns to human behavior. So my name is Matt Browning. If you're not familiar with me yet, welcome to The Driven Entrepreneur. You're like, what does happiness have to do with a driven entrepreneur? (laughs) If you've been an entrepreneur or if you've been an entrepreneur for any length of time, a business owner, a consultant, a coach, you already get it. If you haven't been, I promise you, you're going to find really quickly that the reason why we do the things we do at some level, all of us want to get this feeling or experience of happiness. So today, what we're doing is, I mean, goodness sakes, it's almost the New Year's. We just had Christmas a few days ago. If you're getting this, of course, the day it drops. Um, Man, what a cool day. It's dropping a little bit later in the day because, well, I've been home with the family. We've been celebrating the holidays. Uh, My son Val was sick for, gosh, five days now. He's finally feeling better. So today, rather than recording early, I spent a lot of time uh, hanging out with the family. And we were doing science experiments that he got for for a Christmas gift. And we were reading books and just, you know, doing, doing that stuff. So... Um, getting that time is obviously super important, but that's what's going on today. So I figured I would start today and for the new year, or at least for the next couple, I think what I might do is, you know, we always have, if you're new to the podcast radio show, we always do on Tuesdays, a teaching series. And then on Fridays we do interviews. Well, this might sound crazy, but I have caught up on my interviews for a little while and I've blocked off a lot of time really just for myself and for the family over the holidays and over the end of the year. Uh, so all the next batch of interviews aren't coming in until early January. So I think what I'm going to do is this is a six-part series. So at least th- today, this Friday, next Tuesday, we'll do part two and possibly the following Friday. So just bear with me on it. But I believe two times a week, as we always do two episodes a week, I'll do uh, teaching series 
And then sometime in early January, we'll fall back into our rhythm. Um, rhythms are important in life. But hey, also kicking it up a notch, as Emerald might say, kick it up a notch. And breaking the pattern, breaking the mold is also important in life. So the next uh, few episodes in a row, a couple times a week, will come out with this teaching series. And then we'll fall back into the rhythm of each episode coming out on Tuesday with more teaching. And this is going to be a six-part series. Let me break it down for you real quick in this inaugural one. And then we'll hit up the rest of it uh, next Tuesday as well. Uh, then we'll fall back into interviews on Fridays later in January. All right, let's start the show. So uh, well, I guess we've already started the show, haven't we? I was going to call this episode, You Are Responsible for Your 2020, you know, for your next year. And, you know, a lot of a lot of uh, coaches and, and um, podcasts, you know, this time of year, people are talking about setting goals for the year and how to start out strong or how to not get, you know, get sucked in or how to create success and things like that. And, and, you know, I, I was going to do an episode about that. And as I sat down to write the notes and cause I, when I do a teaching episode, I always, I don't script them out as you can probably tell, but I always love to, you know, I get the, the basic bullet points and the concepts and I kind of storyboard what I want to share with you. And as I started doing that, I just felt like, gosh, I don't know if you really need another episode or another teaching on goal setting. I am going to talk about goal setting kind of in, in a different way in one of these series. But what I realized is this series isn't about goal setting. What it really is about is taking responsibility for life, taking responsibility for a year, and all of this, how it leads to what we're really looking for, which is true happiness. Um, so what is true or real happiness? Well, I guess let me ask you a question. What What's the purpose you're you're really looking for in life? What are you really, really wanting? And you know what a lot of people tell me, again, you know, they ask, I, I hear this a lot, like when I go speak at a live seminar or at a conference, you know, someone's going to come up and go, well, hey, you know, how do I be happier? Or I'm struggling with the opposite, right? They'll say I'm struggling with depression, anxiety, fear, I'm stopping myself, whatever it is. And the underlying belief or the underlying presupposition, the, the assumption sort of, is that if they can get up off the couch, if you can get up and get your goal, accomplish what you want, basically if you can succeed. And that's what all these seminars and conferences are about. That's what every self-help book is about or business book. And for a lot of people, that's what the goal of business is. Hey, if I can get the needle moving enough, I'll be successful. And if I can be successful, I'll have enough money. And if I have enough money, I can have stability. I can have the things I want. I can buy this. I can experience that. I can take care of the people I want to take care of, whatever your goal is. But at the end of all that, what was the real purpose of the money, the success, the, the creation? At some point, people usually finally, if I keep asking, you get down to this one thing. They'll say, well, I guess I just want to be happy. <laughs> so that's the first thing I want to kind of break that mold of your goal is not happiness. My goal is not happiness. It can't be for two reasons. Number one, real happiness, true happiness is not just feeling happy. So is your goal to have a happy life? Is your goal to have a joyful life? Look, that's wonderful in certain seasons. I think there there's seasons in life. If you live life long enough, you'll realize that a deeply fulfilling life is not a life where you are happy the entire time. A movie that you go to that you really enjoy, a phenomenal uh, movie, a film, is not a film about a character who just finds happiness and stays happy. Now, I've heard that for a while. Maybe you've heard that concept too, right? Like in film and story, 
there's something about our human nature, right? We're, our human nature, we are drawn not to conflict and not necessarily to happiness. I believe what we're really drawn to is meaning. We're drawn to meaning and purpose. So this series, when I talk about real happiness, just to really break it down, is not going to be about how to feel happy, how to bring more joy into your life. Those are important, but that's not really what life's about. To me, what this is about is finding real purpose and fulfillment, finding meaning out of sometimes joy and sometimes chaos. You know, there's times in my life when it's like, yeah, my goal is I want to be happy right now, or I want to experience joy today or in this moment. Um, but sometimes maybe you experience anger. Then what's happening? Does that mean you're failing at life just because you got angry? No. What if you experience sadness, loss, grief, depression, uh, anxiety? Does that mean you're failing at life? And listen, the answer is no, that's not right. I think it, especially in, in some of these Western, um, I know it's a massive generalization, but in this Western paradigm of how science meets religion, meets therapy, meets social protocols, we're in this funky world where I think sometimes it feels to it feels to me at least that if somebody's walking around and they feel anxious, like, well, that means they're not doing it right. Or if they're feeling sad, that's a failure. And if you're feeling happy, that's good. Well, if you... If you look at a, a, a microcosm, like a tiny little a, a blip in the radar of life, you might very well find that you have a blip that was really, really happy. But if you expand it out and you look at a 40-year uh, section of life, let's look at that. You know what? I just turned 40, so that's a perfect time for that. Let's look at a 40-year section of life. So for me, that's my entire life so far. If you were 80 years old listening to this, you can take any 40-year section you want, but you grab a section of life. and Or how about a 40-year relationship? Let's, let's actually use the, uh, the metaphor, the analogy of a relationship. So two people, and let's say a committed one-on-one -on -one relationship. Okay, So I'll, I'll talk about marriage. I know there's other versions of that too. But take a 40-year marriage, and let's say it's a successful marriage, one that they say, we have real, true happiness. Do you think that over 40 years, they experienced nothing but happy, joy, pleasure, passion, uh, fun, freedom? Do you think that they only experience that? No, there's a really good chance that a couple that have, been, that have been together and at the end of 40 years or after four decades of it, they can look at you and say, we really love each other. Like we feel that we have a successful marriage. For someone to say that, if they looked back at their entire history together, I guarantee they wouldn't only have happy, fun, joyful feelings. That couple may have uh, experienced loss of a parent, a sibling, even a child. They maybe experienced loss of a pet. They have probably experienced times when maybe they're raising children and they became teenagers and it gave them anxiety and they were up all night fretting, but they learned how to fret together. And then they learned how to comfort one another. And then they learned how maybe they, one of them started a business or they both did a business. And maybe it succeeded. Maybe it succeeded for a time and then it failed. Maybe they, uh, they filed bankruptcy just before or just after they experienced some financial triumph. Like the point is, a life well lived isn't a life with no mistakes. And it's not a life where things just happened and everything was great. It's a life where, where you go out and you make the things happen that you want. It's a life where you follow a higher purpose. 
calling, uh, meaning for something. And in spiritual terms, maybe that comes from the God you believe. And God gives you this meaning, this purpose, and you get clear on what that is. Maybe it's a humanitarian purpose, right? Where you're connecting and knowing that something you're doing is moving the needle for someone else. There's a lot of ways, big and small, to find purpose and meaning in life. But real happiness is not, lasting happiness is not about feeling happy. It's about finding lasting purpose and meaning in the things in the life that we go through. So that's really what this is about. And I hope, I don't know, maybe this, this impacts you or this at least gets you thinking. I want to get the gears in motion. So here's what you expect for the next uh, five episodes. This is episode number one. It's the overview. And here's what we're going to get into for episodes two through six. Next one coming out on Tuesday is about, so if we're going to go after real happiness, we're going to go after purpose and meaning. So I started thinking to myself, what are the, the items necessary to even seek purpose and meaning and ultimately to find happiness and joy. Like wh what's necessary? Like if this was missing, you couldn't have it. So the first thing, so I started putting goals and what about, you know, uh, uh, all sorts of different ideas. And I'll get to those right in, in a moment. But the more I started uh, the researching and the more I started uh, thinking about this and praying about this and saying, what do we really need? More items started going in saying, well, actually we need this first. So the first thing we need, and I'll talk about this next Tuesday, is stability and certainty. If you don't have enough stability in just life in general, food on the table, um, roof over your head, can, you know, necessities, I'll, I'll, I'll break that down a little, a little further, a lot more detail uh, in episode two. But if you don't have enough stability, whatever that level is that's subjective and specific to you, there's no chance that you could even begin to look for the purpose and meaning because things are still so sporadic. You're in this kind of constant fight or flight mode. And if that's where you're in, it's like the first thing to do is to find a way to stabilize the environment to a point. I'll talk about that next week. Episode three is all about setting goals. And I'm not going to teach you the smart method of specific and actionable and measurable goals and, and all that stuff. Um, you know, you can get that in my NLP manual. Uh, that's still available for free going in, into January here. Uh, so if you want, uh, if you still haven't learned neuro-linguistic programming, that's where a lot of this kind of philosophy or concepts will come from. Not all of it, but a lot of it. Um, I'm still giving away, and there's no commercial on this podcast. There will be on the other ones, but I'm still giving away my complete and total NLP practitioner course manual. It's a full 74-page color manual that accompanies our high-level certification courses for NLP. And it is yours free. Just go to nlpwithmatt.com. It's in the show notes. But go there right now, NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, so nlpwithmatt.com, and you can get the entire course manual for free. There's also a uh, an upgrade option to get the entire online course that is pretty crazy, and I think you're going to want it. Um, so check it out, nlpwithmatt.com. All right, so we're going to talk about setting goals. And not so much, again, just about achieving like, you know, uh, monetary goals or whatever the goals are. We're going to talk about the purpose of goals, how we're created to aim towards things and what that really means and how to do that in all areas in life. Because it can be, it's, it's not too challenging to set a goal for money or career or a car or things like that. Material things tend to be easier to set goals for. Where it can get a little tricky is goals and relationships. 
goals and spirituality, excuse me, goals in humanitarianism, goals with friendships. And that's where it's like, well, what's my goal? It's not to, I have a goal to reach 50 close friends. That's not really what it is. So we'll talk about aiming at something. The following episode, so I think we're on one, two, three. Episode number four is all about feeling like you have a chance. So basically the idea is if you're looking for purpose and meaning in life, life is a game and is it a game that you can win at? So understanding how we need to approach this process, and I'm going to call it a game, but how you approach the game of life and how you you need to be able to see that it is winnable no matter what your situation is. Because there are some people listening to this and not listening to this uh, show who are in a pretty dire situation. And look, if your situation is dire enough, it can begin to feel like you can't win, like you're stuck or, you know, this is a game that's not winnable. Man, that can be, that's scary. Um, It's frustrating. Worse than frustrating, it can be depressing um, and it can be fearful. You know, it, it can... And ultimately, it would feel like, well, how do I even have meaning? It's like, if I can't win at this, if I'm just a slave to whatever this is, you know, for the rest of my life, what's the point? And I'm out. And that's not at all, of course, what we, that's the opposite of finding purpose and meaning. So I, to me, um, before you really look for some specifics on purpose and meaning, we need to talk about how to frame this game of life as winnable for you. And then the fifth and sixth episodes, the final two episodes are going to be real specific, actionable parts of finding purpose. Uh, number five is talk, um, we'll talk all about limits and how powerful limits are. And it seems weird because, you know, we always, you know, especially in 2019, 2020 coming up, we talk about how, you know, how limitless we are and we don't want to put limits on kids and things like that. Well, we've seen a really interesting experiment from the younger millennials on down um, to, to, you know, even really young kids that are under, you know, 15, 10 years old right now. There's this funny experiment where a lot of people in my generation had so many rigorous limits and discipline sat down and mom said, do this. You can't do that. Dad said, you're in trouble if you do this, that a lot of parents have gone the opposite and they were like, Hey, do whatever you want in a way, right? They let the kid lead. And we're going to talk about why limits are so powerful and how they actually make kids and everyone else around them feel better. And it makes a game more fun. And the final episode, episode six is all about once we have that, and we know that we've, um, we have stability or we know how to get enough stability. We know how to set aims and goals. Uh, we want to feel like we have a chance for it. So we've come out of the muck and mire. We've come out of a desperate situation into an encouraging what's coming next situation. We've learned about setting limits. The final piece is personal responsibility. I'm going to talk all about and teach uh, a piece about cause and effect and how to take personal responsibility for literally everything in life, especially the things that seem like they're not under your control. Those are even more important, and we'll break that down in episode six. So if this is interesting at all to you, make sure if you haven't already, double check. You know, uh, If you're listening on in the radio, make sure you head over to an on-demand uh, platform. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, iHeart, literally wherever you get on-demand radio shows, podcasts, we are available. The Driven Entrepreneur, just search my name, Matt Browning, or The Driven Entrepreneur, you will find it. Make sure you subscribe on a platform, and that way you'll be sure, because not every single episode on the podcast goes out on Facebook or or on our YouTube or even goes out on the radio. See, we, we do the radio show one time a week, but the podcast drops two times a week. So make sure you subscribe on a platform 
just do it at this point. Pull over if you're driving, uh, open up your phone, search podcast and find it, hit subscribe, and then you'll get the episodes automatically and they'll come right down to the device of your choosing. That's the way to do it. And that's what's coming next. Hey, Happy New Year. We got one more episode coming to you. Uh, New Year's Eve, December 31st. So if you want some New Year's Eve fun, hey, we're going to talk about how to create stability and certainty in 2020 on New Year's Eve. Until then, I'll talk to you then. Have an awesome weekend. Get out there this week and crush it. I'll see you then.